we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Am I alone? Hello? 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 God, that was creepy this morning. Creepy AF, as the kids say. It is weird when you're the only person in this building, because it's a building built for, what, 100 people? Yeah, it's, this. I would say this building, I don't know, 10,000 square feet? It's pretty big. Yeah. And I'm always the first one here because I'm the only person who cares. That's true. So I get here typically anywhere between 4 and 4.30 in the morning. And I got here at 4. So let me go back a bit. I have not started watching Dahmer yet. The Jeffrey Dahmer monster story, whatever it's called. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've watched the trailer a few times now as I get myself psyched up for it. The last thing I watched last night before I went to sleep, I watched the Dahmer trailer again. And I thought, well, that's a weird thing to say goodnight to. (laughs) So I, you know, I had my fitful rest. And then I came to work this morning. I'm the only person in the building. We're a one-story building. I'm standing in the studio all alone, dead quiet. And I could hear footsteps on the roof of the building. Ooh. There was somebody walking around up there. What the hell was that? Ooh, not helping things is that we're situated next to train tracks. Yeah, and we're not in uh, we're not in a great part of town. No, not really. No. Uh, you know, some troubled drifter could have come in along the train tracks. Yeah, onto he the was... roof and pounced on you when you walked in. Oh my god! Because I have to walk kind of underway underneath a little archway that is a direct access to the roof of the building. Yeah, next, tomorrow morning when I come to work, I'm like, is somebody going to jump on me from above? Somebody going to drop an anvil on me? I feel so unsafe because everyone knows I have such a frail bird's neck. Yeah. And if I were to be attacked from above, mm-hmm. that'd be a wrap on me. I don't know. I just feel the whole Dahmer thing, like I want to watch that. I don't feel good about it because I feel like there's nothing a good, nothing good about any serial killer. But there was no. just something so gruesome about his career that I just don't feel right that it should be celebrated with its own series. Again, I will watch it. I have, I think I've seen the first episode or two. I yeah. can't remember. And it is creepy. It is dark. It is like I knew he was a serial killer. I knew that he may have eaten some people. Yeah. But I didn't know the hard details of anything else. And so watching that. And there's a scene in, I think, the first episode where it's just, they have, they brought the dad in, his father in for questioning. And his dad thought that, the police were asking him about uh, his son, that his son was a victim of a serial killer. Oh. And they're like, ooh, no, he's, uh, he's been charged. And he's like, oh, what did he do? And they start breaking down everything they found in his apartment. And it is horrifying. Yeah. And so I can understand why... Because right now the big controversy is that some of the families of the victims are saying this is triggering and it's just bringing back all those old wounds for and them. And it would. And it, yeah, it would. But on the other hand, I also think that this happened 
in the 80s, largely. Uh, early he, 90s, I think, wasn't it? I think he was caught in the early 90s. Yeah. So, like, this has been public domain for 30 years. Yeah, but you never get over it. I, and again, yeah. I'm a fan of true crime. I listen to true I have a steady diet of true crime, whether it's podcasts or watching series like these. But I'm starting to feel a little bad about it. Like, I've kind of, maybe I've crested, and it's sort of like, uh, should we really be, should be people be profiting from these stories? I feel like... I am torn. On one hand, I do understand why they'd be upset, but mm -hmm. I do also think that there is a story to tell. It is a crazy story. Yeah. And, you know, there's scenes where, you know, he opens up his fridge, and if you're paying attention, you can see something inside the fridge, and you're like, mm. What? Like a half-eaten brick of cheese? <laughs> yeah, there was Some a couple— leftover lasagna? <laughs> there was a couple cans of beer, uh, something else. Oh, boy. It was horrifying. Yeah. I know for a fact that, like, does your best girl watch it with you? Yeah. She does, hey? And she's okay with it? She's more into the true crime than I am. Yeah. There's not a chance in hell that I would get my beautiful bride to watch this. She won't. It is juicy. So I have to wait until I can watch it alone. Where it gets weird is when people, because, you know, they it is a Hollywoodized version mm -hmm. of the story. So, you know, they have a young, handsome actor playing <laughs> There's Jeffrey another, Dahmer. I hate that. And we talked about this on the radio show this morning, too, was Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. And everybody's like, oh, my God, was Ted Bundy hot? I don't like that part of it where they they sexualize a serial killer and they yes. turn this person into, you know, like some, you know, people are lusting after a serial killer now. What? Yeah, that's where it gets real weird. Yeah. I think we can draw the line there. We should make them look hideous. But uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, I'm still going to watch it. I'm not going to lie. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Change topics for a second here, Bryce Kelly. Question for you. Mm -hmm. Cross Canada road trip. It's hypothetical. Hypothetical road trip question. Would you rather make the trip across the country uh, with an adult fan of Lego or Ooh. an adult fan of Disney? Ooh. Man, that's going to be a long road trip either way. I think I would rather do the road trip with the adult fan of Lego because there are no musicals when it comes to Lego. Mm, yeah, good call. The Disney person will have songs after song after song that they will both sing and play probably with the aux cord. <laughs> you know what this part of Manitoba reminds me of? It reminds me of that one scene from Little Mermaid. <laughs> no. Want to hear another rendition of Beauty and the Beast song? No, I'm good. No, thank you. So for that reason, I'll go Lego. Okay. Could you, how long would you last on a road trip if the person in the passenger seat was just, I don't know, mowing down on a potato? Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> like a cold, raw potato. This was my Saturday night. And I, I don't know what was going on. I was driving home while I went to the movie with my best girl. And we're driving home. It's about 10.30 or so on a Saturday night. Not tons of traffic around, but I pulled up beside a truck pulling a giant horse trailer. And I'm like, where are you going at 10.30 at night with horses? Like, what are you doing? And I pulled up beside and I look over and the passenger in the big truck is a woman and she was eating a raw potato as, as if it was an apple. <laughs> like, do people do that? Ooh. I found it so funny, and I couldn't stop laughing about it. 
It is weird. Yeah. I've had, you know, like I've sampled some raw potato before when oh, you're cutting it up. That. And cannot do it. I remember not hating it, but I didn't definitely didn't like it enough that I'm like, ooh, I should take this on the go. Every now and again, you'll hear about somebody who eats a tomato like an apple or an onion like it's an apple. Oh. There are people, I know somebody who does that. I couldn't do, I love onion, but I could not do that. Oh my God. I just, I don't know where would, I almost like, I wanted to give that motion, like roll down your window. <laughs> I want to talk to you, but it's sort of, you know, it's 1030 on a Saturday night in a not very popular part of town. Of course, she's not going to roll down her window, but I do have so many questions. Like, why are you eating a potato? Do you season it at all? No, she was just eating. It's, I watched her for a creepy amount of time. <laughs> like, I probably shouldn't have been staring that long, but I was fascinated by it. She wasn't shaking salt onto it. She wasn't dipping it in a delicious condiment of some sort. Hmm. She was just straight up in a, a raw potato. It's so upsetting when people don't realize that you know, 7-Eleven has taquito and chicken wings and yeah. pizza. And if you were craving a late night snack, such places could satisfy. But she went with the potato. Again, though, big truck pulling a big horse trailer. It's not like they could easily get in and out of a 7-Eleven parking lot. So maybe that's what it comes down to. Man, is there any sadness or regret, do you think, when you polish off, you finish the potato and you're just like, what have I done? Or do you reach into the bag and grab another potato? <laughs> You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. I don't know what it is, but I just feel so uncomfortable returning items to a store. Like even, um, I don't know, like you get home and you buy a new shirt and there's a button hole not cut or. Yeah, I just somehow think that you deserve that. You deserve, you don't deserve happy. You don't deserve all the buttons. So you would just heave that shirt into a dumpster and not return it? Like you, you're entitled to return that shirt. Oh, I know. I just always feel so weird. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know why. Some people, it doesn't bother them at all. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, so the other day we were talking, you had the story, what was it, like f almost half of people figure it should be a crime if you're a person who goes and buys an outfit, you wear the outfit, yes. and then you return the outfit. Yeah, it's, they call it wardrobing. Wardrobing, that's what it was called. And yeah, it's like 44% of people say it should be considered a serious crime mm -hmm. when you wear something and take it back. Yeah, I don't... When we talked about this, though, last week or whenever this was, we got several texts from people who say that they have one of those guns to reattach the the price tag, the hangy price tag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is how I know I'm uh, cut from a different cloth because I couldn't do it. No? I couldn't do it. I live in fear of walking into, I don't know, the bay. Yeah. Walking up to the counter being like, can I return these jeans? And they take one look and they're like, absolutely not. You, wore, you gutted an elk in these jeans, <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you? Just admit it. Um, we got this text though, and I think that maybe... Maybe this person was on an incredible delay or something, or maybe they just finally thought that they should get in touch with the show. But this is from Byron. It says, My greatest return was a tank of gas to Costco. After what? I pulled the nozzle out of the tank, the counter on the pump kept ticking. I showed the gas attendant, and they said, Go to customer service. It only ticked over by a couple of dollars, but they refunded me my whole receipt. How does that happen? Like, is it still spilling gas out onto the ground? Uh, 
The ticker kept rolling. I like that they just, yeah, whatever. Here's all your money back. Yeah. We've talked about this on the past on this show, the Epic Returns Hall of Fame, like the greatest return you ever pulled off. Most of them were from Costco. But there was one guy, and I can't remember... I can't remember what his name was, but he had a like a paving stone sidewalk from his front door around the side of his house to the backyard. And then he it was there when he bought the house, but he pulled all the bricks up and he returned them to a big box store and got all of his money back. He returned a sidewalk for money. Good Lord. How do you do that? Wasn't there people who have returned barbecues after years oh, yeah. and years? <laughs> Every now and again, you'll walk into Costco and there'll be some guy standing there with a dead tree in his cart that looks like it's from about four seasons ago and it's just like a spindly dried up shell of what it used to be and he's taking it in for a return the you hear the stories about the costco returns and you wonder how they manage to stay in business well yeah and how does the the person who has to work the costco return counter like they never really ask any questions how do you do that with a straight face like, what, your day must just be weird from start to finish. Yeah, and they just stand there and just go, yep, 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 yep. Yep, do they, here you go. Do they say no to anything? Yeah. Oh, it looks like that couch was on fire at one time. Here's $700. Like, if you were to buy one of those giant pumpkin pies right now and eat all but one slice, could you return the one slice and get a full refund? Yeah, I just wasn't satisfied with this pie. You probably could. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. That one time you returned that thing, Everybody else was scoffing. There's no way they're going to take that back. And you successfully pulled it off. This one just came in a minute ago. Uh, my wife's boss returned a half-cooked roast to Costco. Not quite sure how, but that's the story. <laughs> I, I hope that she just had the roast in her purse all day. And then at the end of the day, she went to Costco, pulled it out. I'd like to return this roast. It's not too good. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. This one is funny because I would I would like to be there for the presentation. I don't know where she kept roast beef all day, but it said the text was something along the lines of my boss's wife once returned a half-eaten roast to Costco and got her money back. And I wondered, like, did she just keep the roast in her purse all day? What did she keep it in? And she just pull it out. I'd like to return this roast. It was not too good. <laughs> How did that go? I like to think she kept it in her purse. Yeah. That would be nice. Uh, we got this text. It says, locked myself out of my third floor apartment. It was a Sunday. Couldn't get a hold of the landlord. So I went to Canadian Tire, bought a huge extendable ladder, climbed onto the patio, got my keys, and then returned the ladder. They asked me why I was returning it. I said that I was getting somebody else to fix my roof. Ooh. So they lied. Basically, you're treating Canadian Tire as your rental store then. More right? or less. Yeah. Why not just go to the rental store? It's kind of brilliant. Because the rental store, you would just pay a price. Oh, you would still have to pay. This, yeah. they got their money back. Hmm. Oh, they scammed the man. Again, I don't know that we should be celebrating this, but go ahead. Hi. I used to work at Costco at the membership and returns desk, so I know a lot of the things that people can get away with yeah, returning. Yeah, you, you guys take almost everything back. Dead plants, half-eaten roast. Yeah, um, potato peels. Um, can we just talk about potato peels for a second? Somebody returned sure. their potato peels. Um, 
this is before my time, but yeah, they brought back a bag of the potato peels and said that they didn't like the potatoes. <laughs> so they did a partial return. They didn't fully return all the money, but they did a partial return of the potato peels. Wow. I, I don't yeah. feel good celebrating that kind of thing, but at the same time, I think that kind of, that needs a slow clap. Yeah, I mean, if you could get away with that, then, I mean, go nuts. Yeah. Return all the things. What would you do in the scenario if somebody tried to return one of those Costco pumpkin pies that was, like, three quarters eaten? Uh, we've returned that before, actually. Really? <laughs> That's why I rarely worked on the return side, because it just bothered me so much with the things that we would just take back. So I just pulled memberships all the time. Yeah, okay. Man, oh, man. Uh, do you think a person that returns, you know, a quarter of a pumpkin pie, do they brag about that? Oh, I think they definitely you do. You think so? A hundred percent. That's where they're earning all their street cred. Several people have pointed out, though, when you make these returns like that to Costco, it's not Costco that pays for it. It goes back to the supplier. I just can't think of the decision-making process where you're sitting there with a bag of potato peels and yeah. you're like, I wonder if I could return this. That sounds to me like somebody was dared. Yeah. Like, how do you even think that? That would be like me uh, saying to you, Bryce, I dare you to return that apple core and say you did not enjoy the apple and see if you could get your money back. And apparently it sounds like Mm -hmm. I could at least get a partial return. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We have talked about this on this show in the past, and I'm always blown away. And it kind of surfaced again. Because we were talking the other day about the story of, like, nearly 50% of people who are polled said, if you're one of those people that buys a new outfit, wears it, and then returns it after you wear it, you should go to jail. They figure that should be a criminal offense. Uh, This one says, my aunt bought a rug for her front entryway from Costco. 15 years later, they moved. The rug didn't fit in the new house, so she returned it. No, you shouldn't be returning a 15-year-old rug. Uh, Good morning, boys. Erica here. I used to work at Canadian Tire in the early 2000s. We had a no-return policy on pressure washers for the exact reason that people would buy them, use them for their project, and then return them. Of course, they are not resellable at that point. (laughs) This one. One year, my parents bought a huge swimming pool from Costco and returned it at the end of the season. They always tell me not to tell that story. Whoops, you just told it. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.